Blog Jerry Talk Radio. No. Brian Adams, never been a fan of his, by the way, okay? Uh, 
I don't think you're allowed to say uh, that the virus came from Wuhan anymore, okay? No, the Guardian. Right. That's the thing, dude. That's the deal. He's not going to uh-huh. do any We Are the World video. He's now been fully outed, as they say, as a racist. His career's uh-huh. over. It's over. It's over. Yeah, I don't well, think I mean, so. No, you're not. He, no, no. No. Nope. I'm telling you, you're missing it. You're missing the big picture. They got him. Racist. Okay. Yeah, they got okay. him. It's over. But the, I'm just but telling like you. Point of, I, I travel in some of the same circles as he does. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. The Guardian, that uh, leftist uh, newspaper over in England, uh, they were criticizing him, or this guy, uh, I can't remember the author's name, and he said, this is what he said. He said, there's no proof it came from the Wuhan lab, and there's no proof that it came from the market, and there's no proof that the original transfer from animal to human happened in Wuhan. So, I mean, that's been like erased from history. I was surprised. I didn't know. It's taboo now to say it came from Wuhan. Pretty soon it'll be taboo to right. say it came but, from China. But or it maybe did, it already though. is. You're, you're not but allowed. It, it did, though. That's the thing is that it – why we does know it that. matter where it came from? It's not it's – not, it's not okay, racist. Jared, i got to move on now. Come to that. Yeah, move that, on. Yeah, you brought it up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did because your your you phone's so up. good. I, mean, I wanted to talk about your time. topic. God, okay, there's a guest here. Okay, yeah, I don't know yet. Let me just thank my sponsors. Mm-hmm. Honeit, H O N E I T dot com. Honeit is the online interview mm-hmm. recording technology. It records audio. It records video if you want. Doesn't have to. That's your choice. Also creates a full searchable transcript of audio. Or video, okay, that you can pass along securely to anybody on the hiring team. Hire Are they tool, working on like H-I- a, a hologram version? Uh, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, like the Roy, Roy Orbison concert. I heard it wasn't that good. <laughs> okay, let me get to Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. Uh, they keep telling us it's Hire Tool. Okay, but we say hire tool here. It's the super-duper sourcing tool that everybody in every discussion on Facebook about sourcing loves. All the top recruiters and sourcers love this product. Okay? And finally, our good friends at PCRecruiter.net, the Swiss army knife of recruiting software. If you are a recruiter, it doesn't matter what kind of recruiter you are. It doesn't matter if you're in your mom's basement or if you're in a big office with lots of other recruiters and sourcers. They love you. Okay, and I'll get to more about that later. PCRecruiter.net. Let's see if the guest made it back here. Oliver Reed, are you here? Nope. He's not here. Oliver Time to Reed. Start Time to start an anti-Oliver Reed campaign across the globe. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do this, <laughs> I sure is, it so Light it up. is it so expensive to call New York uh, from no, London? it's free. It's free. What do you mean expensive? Well, how is it free? Skype? A Skype uh, call to Zoom. New York uh, is not free. Google Voice? Okay. I don't know. Verizon? He could have called on Verizon? Skype, though. I mean, uh, Skype's not expensive. Um, well, we'll see if he calls back in. But I'm going to introduce him. He said, if you want to see his uh, Twitter address, it's Reed Consult, R-E-A-D-E Consult, C-O-N-S-U-L-T. i got to tell you, I'm not sure if he's related to Tara Reed, 
or not. I don't want to go off on that tangent, <laughs> but he spells Reed the exact Who, same way. Who's she? What? Who's Who's Tara That's Reed? Right. Right. Okay, the, you're the right. The actor, the actress, right? Okay. Yeah. American Pie or something like that. Yeah. Tara Reid. Oh, that's the other. Uh, she spells it uh, differently. Uh, R E I D. The drunk girl. Tara who was the star? Who was the star of American Pie? Who was that guy? Uh, I can't remember his name. Bigler. Biggers or something. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Michael G. Cox. All of a sudden, who's the movie dad? I, I, let me oh, move on, okay? Hold on. This this guy gave us – he's got a blog. I have tons of stuff to talk about, okay? But I just want to say he's in England, and apparently things are pretty bad over there. Even the royal family isn't hiring anymore. They're going to do their own cooking and clean their own toilets. I swear I saw it on the Daily Mail this morning, right? Okay? And, uh, uh, was it Eugene Levy? Okay, <laughs> Eugene Levy. Fellow, fellow Torontonian. Okay, uh, but here's a question for you. I've, I've seen people say that all this remote work is going to lead to more offshoring. People are, uh, companies are going to realize that it doesn't matter where the employee works, and they can just dump it to the cheapest uh, people in the world. I say that would be happening now if it was worthwhile. I mean – they can already get your accounting or whatever done in India. Some companies uh, send some of their stuff out there. It's not. It's not going to happen because those people uh, uh, just aren't the same quality uh, as the uh, local employees for whatever reason. I didn't mean those it that way. People I, aren't the same yeah. quality. Your career is now over. <laughs> I know. We're knocking him out here on the animal show today. Brian Adams, now you. Who's next? Gene Levy? You, Gene Levy? (laughs) That's the thing is, I didn't mean anything. You could just make an offhand remark, especially if it's in print on Twitter. You're screwed, okay? (laughs) It's over, yeah. Wow. Let me see if Oliver's here. The animal has now that his his career is over. He can say whatever he wants. (laughs) I can say anything I want. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's 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 the, so here's another one. Okay. Age. Listen to this. This is from Facebook. This woman said, "I took termination over furlough from a major firm." Okay. I guess they were gonna put her on some kind of layoff because of the virus that didn't come from China. Okay. Uh, and she said her title was a senior associate, and she gives her age. She said, "I'm going to be 68 on Saturday." So that's this coming Saturday. She Hopefully. said, but I still, I still need to work for another two years. Yeah, as long as she doesn't die, okay? She said, yeah. my friend who is a recruiter, my friend who is a recruiter said I should limit my years of experience, which is 40 years in the business, and take off my year of graduation. I'm reluctant to do so. If anyone does a background check, they're going to find out anyway. Jerry, what do you think about that? Um, less about the age, more about Whatever she did 40 years ago is highly irrelevant now. I like to see relevance on a resume, regardless of its date, length of time, age, graduation year. I just want to know what, they, what people are capable of doing. 40 years ago, you're, you're going to put 1978. Uh, what's, what's on your resume from 78 that I need to see? Bookkeeping? Teletype? Transcri- I mean, what what do you what were you what was anybody I doing back then? To ride a bike. Right. Okay, the fear is 
The fear is that mentally yeah. she's still back there. And 40 years ago is 1980, by the way, not 1978. Okay. The, the, the fear is that someone is still. I was still thinking 40 in, plus. They're not digital Years natives. Ago. They're not because digital natives. Because she's going to be 68. Yeah. Okay. She started working 50 years ago. Okay. Oh, sorry. You're, you're, oh, yeah. You know what? Okay. I'm, I'm not going to. So, yeah. okay. once again, I win. Yeah, you always win. Okay, Michael it's G. One Cox. one to nothing. One Michael to nothing so far. What should she do? Michael G. Cox on her resume. What should she do? Are you there? Wake up. Anybody else? You. Go ahead, Mike. I don't see any any reason to keep it on the resume. Also, I don't think anybody's thinking that somebody's going to be stuck. Hold on. Oliver called in again, but it looks looks like he's still dead. Oliver, he can hear us, but can you talk? Can you you say anything that we can hear? It's showing. See, it shows zero time hold. Open your uh, uh, Graham Caulfield from Australia. Who lives in Texas? He said uh, you should make sure your your mute is on, off rather. Your mic is open. Make sure your mic is open, Oliver. Over in England, you're not representing England very well today. Let me tell you. You know. Mm. Okay. Let me move on to Oliver's uh, website. Okay. He says uh, tenacity and optimism are absolutely necessary if you're going to be in sales. And according to him, recruiting is sales. How do you tell? I'll ask uh, Mike, MikeRecruiter.com first because he's a sales headhunter. How do you tell if someone has tenacity and optimism? Do you agree, first of all, that tenacity and op- optimism are, are absolutely necessary? I, 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 I'm not saying that they would not help. Being optimistic keeps you going, but – I don't know. There, there are all these requirements that people throw on. You have to be this to be this, and you know, I, I don't entirely agree. Why not? Why? Come on, justify yourself. I would think it would be obvious that to, not, to being tenacious and optimistic, a salesperson has to have that to keep going, right? Yeah. yeah because there are also people that are not naturally optimistic that are doing very well in sales. <clears throat> Give us an example. Give me an example. I used to work with a uh, a woman who was extremely negative and pessimistic and always very freaked out and concerned and, you know, usually reacting out of fear. And she was usually top sales rep. Wow, you're and, kidding. And, and, and by quite a bit. Oh, how Dude, do, how sales guys operate totally on fear. Yeah. Hey, I'm what? Rich. Hi, Rich. Hey, sales guys. Hey, sales guys totally, you know, operate on a, a fear of failure. You know, they can be. You can be optimistic. You can be tenacious. But not, there's different types of sales roles too. Not every sales role needs a tenacious bulldog um, that we all think. Yeah, I don't well, get it. Come on. Bulldog can often be very annoying. If you're like an, if well, if you're an account manager, if you're managing an, an existing account and you're, you know. There's there's, a, there's tenacious. You're being you're in their face every day, and there's just you know, you're planting the seeds for the longer sale. You know, it all depends well, how. Account manager is not a real for. salesperson. An account manager is an order taker, right? Who just Whoa, you know, follows not up. Not at all. Not at all. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. We it's all like, know the terms. There's hunters and there's farmers. An account manager is a farmer. Okay. 
But if you're what a you farmer uh, of so, are, so say you're a farmer, you're an account manager for like Citigroup. All right, you're like a software company selling into Citigroup, and it's you could have a fifty million dollar number. That's a that's a lot of crap to farm, you know. And you got to play nice, and you got to build the rapport, and you got to you know make friends with all throughout the company. You it, it's New you, you know and, exactly. It's it's not like uh, you're just walking in and saying, hey, let's just re up our Microsoft Windows order. Oh, well, you know? Jerry, Jerry was a, 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 a grumpy. He said he was disagreeing with me, weren't you, as usual? Well, I've, I consider myself an account manager. I mean, I, I do plenty of account management, and I'm, right I'm in there. sales. That's where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm in sales. You guys are faking it. You guys are faking it, faking it, faking it, because you guys are all new business development people, right? You are. Recruiters hate doing new business, though. Most recruiters hate doing new business. I I love my old clients, so most yeah, recruiters right. do too. The, <laughs> the 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 goal is to have a a, a wonderful life doing old business. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, well, hold on <laughs> a second. Wait a second. Even if you're an account manager, wait a Even if you're an account manager, you're not going to get a sale on every call. You know, you could be making 10 or 20 calls. Oh, you know, we're putting it off for now, okay? Well, call me back in six months, okay? So when you got a bunch of those calls, when you you think, you know what? Nobody's coming at 9 o'clock in the morning. Nobody's going to want my services today because nobody's (laughs) wanted it for the last five days, okay? And and you just don't want to pick up the Mm -hmm. phone. You've got to have this tenacity in this optimism you've got to have that in order to want to pick up the phone unless what you've got is selling like hotcakes yeah i, I think what you you you've got a, a very myopic view of like this is the only thing that is sales which is picking up the phone and and yeah. there are lots of people that are doing just fine with current accounts Okay, well, you got to get those accounts somehow. As you well know, MikeRecruiter.com, they just don't fall in your lap <laughs> when you leave your corporation, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I agree. Here's what, here's what Oliver, Oliver says. Okay, I read his stuff, so I, I, can act, I can act for him. I can pretend I'm him. He says, don't get caught out at a social event when someone asks you, what is it that you do? I mean, you have to have uh, your elevator pitch prepared, you know, to make a good first impression. You, you don't have to start thinking or mumbling. And, and they're not asking you. He says, don't tell them what you sell or what your job is. He says, tell them what you do for your clients. Now, I don't know what that means. It's not like I help people do. I they hate that word, help. Does anybody agree that you have? Because you know what? The people who come on this show, when I ask them what their elevator pitch is, they're like a deer in the headlights. Rich Rosen, <laughs> what do you say about that? What do I say about I, I, I was doing? I was actually working. <laughs> I just heard uh, the deer in the headlights. <laughs> okay. If you're, if you're at a wedding and someone says, oh, Rich, uh, what do you do? I mean, are you ready to, what do you say? Yeah, I tell my place software sales reps across the country and executives. Uh-huh. You know, very su- very short and sweet to the point. Uh-huh. There's no big secret. <clears throat> uh-huh. You know, it's that. That's it it. Ha- what's the what's the? Uh... I don't know. The guess on this. You watch in the future if you live if you listen again. If I ask these guys or girls, what you know? Can you give us your elevator pitch? Huh? Huh? Yeah, if I, I mean, would ask I, you I not. You just, if, you, 
tell them what you do. I'm like, listen, your elevator pitch as a recruiter is, listen, I, you know, been doing it okay, for 20 maybe years. Maybe it's the word. Maybe it's the word. Maybe it's because <laughs> I say, what's your elevator pitch rather than what do you do? That's okay, what it is. They, That's what it yeah. is because animal – in in most cases, people that you just meet out on the street or at, <laughs> at your cousin's birthday party or something, they don't they don't Nobody's want picking. your pitch. They're not they're not looking for your thirty second try to get my business thing. They just want to know what to do. Like I had a guy come over here an hour ago. I sold an armoire, put it on Facebook last night. The guy came to get it this morning, and uh, he said, "Yeah, what what do you do?" I said, "I'm a recruiter." And he said, what kind of people? I said, IT, software developers. He said, cool. And that was it. And then I said, grab the other side of this thing. We lifted it up, set it in the truck. He gave me 200 bucks, and he split. There's no elevator pitch. Nobody has an elevator pitch anymore unless you find yourself in some cocktail mixer with a name tag on. You know, I mean, if that's you, then, then you better have something ready to go, but Okay, People you know what? For the whole uh, if you, no, if you're no, a recruiter, I do know what. No, you do don't. If you're a recruiter, you should know what the term elevator pitch means. You should be able to translate yeah. it on the Nobody spur of the moment it. into they're asking me, he's asking me, what do I do? How do I explain to other people when they ask me, what do you do? Okay. <laughs> It if should, I say should, I'm an should, IT recruiter, people know what that means, and I'm done. There's no okay, hold on there. I, I, I just opened up two more lines. I want to see if if there uh, any either of them is a guest. Uh, Oliver Reed, do you happen to be here? Yes, I am here. Finally. Hey, the guest hey. made it to the show. And now let me ask you: Is this costing you a lot of money? Is this costing you a lot of money to no. call us now? No, not at all. Are you it's sure? We need his elevator pitch. Uh, elevator pitch pay. right now. <laughs> Don't forget, I had to pay once. Once, <laughs> once our guests. There were two guests on the same show. They called from a hotel uh, uh, phone in their in their room, the suite, and I had to pay over a hundred dollars U.S. Jesus <laughs> oh, <man. She's> Christ. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just checking. Okay, Oliver Reed, you know, we've done Probably we've would have just been 50 bucks if you hadn't had him go through the elevator pitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we want this guy's elevator pitch, dude. You're slowing us down, animal. Okay, right. Oliver is, Reed, we talked. stuff. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Give us your elevator pitch, Oliver. I'm, I'm going to keep it really simple. There's no, there's no need to boggle or confuse people at all. It's only I help businesses grow by teaching them effective techniques to either sell or recruit. If you want to know more, that's fine. Let's, let's have a you know, If I, you I like were on it. a radio interview, it's kind of okay for this, but it's way too wordy. I hate I help businesses. Oh. Like, Does anybody like that pitch you just gave? Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with it. What if you actually and based on that, I would know whether I wanted to ask him about it or not. Chances are I probably wouldn't, but I don't need that. (laughs) It's not what I'm looking for. Well, I don't know. I mean, I know what I understand what he said he does. Yeah, he he said I'm going to be concise or I'm going to be brief, and then he gives out a longer uh, uh, sentence than I've uh, heard anybody else give. Uh, uh, Rich is working. I'm busy. Man, he's not going to take ten minutes. Gosh. Okay. 
I don't understand <laughs> this anymore. Okay. I don't. I'm in okay. The... Let's 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 get down to it. First of all, I just want to mention the sponsors again: PCRecruiter.net, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com, the super duper sourcing tool, the favorite <laughs> of all the great recruiters. And hone it, H O N E I T dot com, the online interview recording technology. Okay, Oliver. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I can just get to the questions with you. Cold calls seems to be one of your specialties. Yes or no? Am I right? Correct. Yes, you are right. Okay, and that's one of the favorite things I like to talk about as well. Okay. And uh, you say usually you like listening to cold calls from salespeople, but you, most of them you get are from people who don't know how to sell. Is that right? Do I, do I understand you correctly? That's correct. Either they don't know how to sell or they don't know who they're speaking to. Uh, and it, it's not just cold calls themselves. I've been to presentations. I've been to people pitching for business. Um, and I've seen it there, and it—I uh, I, just—I just not shiver. I, I just okay. Cringe. You don't wander, okay? I I'm gonna—I—I I broke it all down for you, okay? Well, I'll walk you through it. So <laughs> he wasn't wandering. I was listening to his answer. You know. Go ahead, I, finish your. I'm finish gonna give you Jerry. two weeks. I'm gonna give you two weeks to straighten out your interview style, or I'm done with this. Because he was—he yeah. was answering your question. Okay, finish off. Those two weeks. Finish off all of Jerry, whatever it was you're saying. Okay, well, uh, go ahead. No, that's it. That was it. It was just straight to the point. Uh, I hear people, uh, people cold call me. They don't know how to sell. They don't know who they're speaking to. I cringe. I've seen people try and pitch in front of audiences. It makes me cringe because they don't know how to sell their, their products and their solution. That's it. Okay. Okay, I, I, I just want to give out your web, your web address. It's Read Consultancy. Dot com is that right? R e a d e consultancy dot com is that right? Correct. Like read a book with a d at the end. Consultancy. Yeah, we know terror. It's like terror read. Okay, we don't care if you're related to her. We've already talked about that. Okay, so oh, uh, she is. Okay, good. So one of the problems you say is this is the first thing you raised. There's no rapport. Okay. There's no rapport. Correct. Now you say that's really important, uh, building rapport. What do you mean by that, and how do you build it? Uh, so what do I mean by uh, I mean by building a connection, a genuine, sincere connection, when yeah. cold calling or even meeting face-to-face. Yeah. If, um, if it's just a, a cold call and you, you don't build a rapport, you're just like everyone else. There is no to help me. Uh, the course probably hasn't been qualified, and you're just. You, know, you, you should talk a little louder because your connection's not too good. I should never take people from other countries, okay? Uh, but uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> talk louder. As you or said earlier in the show, they're not as good as well, that's us. racist. You remember that? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We know what you think about people over there, animal. He yeah, made, okay. he made your your position well known. So it's, yeah, it's going to be just a Canadian show. I can barely hear the guy; he's fading in and out. Okay, so I just want to make sure other people have a better chance of hearing him. If he talks stridently, 
Uh, I think that'll do it. But here's what he said. He said, rapport is a pivotal element in any cold call. The ability to connect before sales-related conversation commences. Now he's talking about connect. What does connect mean? What does connect mean, Oliver? Sure. Okay, what connect actually means, and same as rapport, you're not just approaching a stranger for something. For something. Yes, you want to get a sale. Um, however, from the human perspective, I'm not necessarily going to buy from anyone that I don't like or don't trust. If I get to know someone and I feel a bit comfortable speaking with them, then an element of trust begins to grow. Okay, I know a little bit of you. You know a little bit of me. What are you offering? What's the purpose for the call? Let's have a conversation. Okay, uh, you call me up. Okay, I've never heard of you before in my life. Okay, and, and how are you going to get me to like you and trust you? <laughs> yeah, if, if that's the first thing you have to do, how are you going to get me to like you and trust you? Well, the first thing is I'm not going to talk about business. I'm not going to ask you how are you doing. Because if I ask you how are you doing, I know what the answer is straight away. Usually it's going to be all right. You don't need to think. I've got to break your way of thinking which might be, how was your morning? How was your breakfast? How was the driving to work? All of a sudden, I've got your attention because you're not going to give me an automated response. Now I've got your attention. Is now a convenient time to talk. This is who I am. This is where I'm calling from, and this is why I'm calling. Is now a convenient time to talk. So rather than sell, which, which is one of the biggest mistakes I would say a lot of cold callers do, they don't, they don't ascertain whether or not it's convenient to talk. Because I might have a great solution or a great product that they need. But if the timing's wrong and I start pitching down the phone, sorry, I've missed an opportunity. If now's not a good time to talk, let, let me call you back tomorrow at 12 noon. Okay. Hello. There, are lots of people, there are lots of people say don't ask the question, is now a good time? Because you're giving them an opportunity to say no. That's, that's a valid point. That, now, this That's is what okay, I'm going to say. I, no, wait, hold, hold on. I will say I usually keep away from closed questions because I will usually keep away from closed questions. I will only ask closed questions if I know what the answer is going to be. If I know what the answer so if it is a good time to talk, that's a bonus. If it's not a good time to talk, great, because I'm not going to waste my time down the phone talking to you if now's not a good time to talk. Let's talk tomorrow at 12 noon. Calendars, if your calendar's full, Let's talk at two after lunch. And that way, I begin to position myself as to when is a good time to talk. So then I will hear what they have to say, and vice versa, they will hear what I have to so say. So let me, let me just take one step back. Go ahead, Michael, Mike, Michael G. Cox. You want to say something? That wasn't me. Oh, somebody wanted to say something. Who was it? Feel free to speak up here on this show, okay? Somebody wanted to say something? No? Okay. Okay, look, let me take a step back. You actually gave uh, a concrete answer to how do you build rapport. I didn't like the answer, but I want to clarify because you did offer it. You said, don't ask how they are. Ask something specific about uh, how was your drive or did you enjoy your breakfast? (laughs) Is that what what you're telling us? Sort of get them engaged by making them think about something specific? Yes. Definitely. Are they going to tolerate that? A stranger calls up and says, how was your drive? 
What do you care how my drive was? Don't bullshit me with your phony concern about my drive. Uh, well, you know what? I don't like that. That's what I'd be thinking. Sure. Let me put it into You're a weird dude, animal. If, say, for example, we're all you know working I mean? in London. Wait, say we're all working in London and the congestion of the traffic is bad. I know what your drive's going to be like. I know it's going to be a pain in the ass getting from home to the office because everyone's stuck in traffic. So by all of a sudden breaking their way of thought will then stop them from doing whatever they're doing to, to think of a reply. And as soon as they think of a reply, I've got their attention. Okay, but I can't, be too, I can't be too irrelevant. Like I can't say, did you like Tara Reid in uh, – what was the movie, Jerry? Jerry, what was that movie? Uh, American Pie. In American, American Pie. Pie. I can't, I can't, you know, it has to be like something conventional. Like, Why you, not? You know? That was a great movie. Okay, well, I'm asking Oliver. Could I come I out just, of the blue? Go ahead. Sure. Can I say something here? Yeah. Can on, I, buddy. This is Jer- Jerry, the recruiter from Indiana, IT and software developers across the country. Here's my question, or I guess it's more of a statement. We're all talking about this, this, this first impression, this phone call, this first conversation, pretending as if everybody answers their phone, okay? Correct. <laughs> people aren't answering their phone. You can't get somebody. I'm, I tell you what, once somebody picks up the phone, I kick ass. It's just, it's just a simple fact. I'm one of the best. Nobody's answering their damn phone. So why are we all pretending like this is 1985, where you call somebody, ring, ring, and they pick it up and they say, hi, this is Larry. That's not Jerry, happening anymore. Jerry, uh, do I'm you sorry. Text, Jerry, do you text people? Sometimes. If I have their, if I, if I have their uh, cell phone number. Okay. So would you prefer to yeah. text or call them? Well, I always prefer to call somebody. Yeah, me too. Oh. Okay. But the, no, the people the people don't answer their phone, so then you got to text and email, and then you got to leave them a voicemail, and it's so so this this world of sales training and rapport building and this rosy world that we're all talking about. What what planet are you people making fifty calls a day and having people answer fifty times in a row? What world is this that you guys are describing here? Because I want to go there. <laughs> I was going to say maybe you need to change industry. It could be, it could be, and that's why I'm asking legitimately. I'm, I'm sure that in, in my market, it's it's crazy. Maybe plumbing or something. Like if I was recruiting a plumber, they would answer their phone, unless they were busy. I think busy. truck drivers would answer because they're on the road. They need to stay awake. Now Oliver Reed, yeah. or is it, is it just me? Answer, do you I want mean, to address, address what Jerry Cox? Animal. Okay, I yeah, mean, for is, sure. is it just me? What? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'll I'll tell you a little bit of my background because that might put things into perspective as well. Um, Hold on one second. One second. Uh, You'll come on. I just want to say that with SorcererKathy.com, and uh, if everybody noticed, I mean, I knew she was here because I could hear all the gurgling, but I didn't close off. I didn't close (laughs) her off today. I didn't close her off. I just want to welcome her back to the show. Sorcerer Kathy, thank you. Thank you you for coming back. Okay, go ahead, Oliver. You can mute me now. Sure. I don't want to. I I, I, I want to hear from you, okay? Go ahead, okay. uh, Oliver. Go ahead. 
Sure. When, when I actually got into sales, um, and that's not from a family business, I went out, found a job, got into sales, I was probably making up to 100 cold calls a day, and people weren't answering. People weren't answering, or they were just being very abusive, or something or other. It, it was always... It was always hard for me to get through to the right person, and when I did get through when to the was right that? person, I didn't know how to close them. What this year was, going, was that? Say, for example, it's ten years ago. Okay. Ten years ago, because I spent I've spent the last eight years in Hong Kong, where I've been recruiting there. And okay. ten years ago, did they answer the day, It was really there was a lot of abuse, and I moved from from selling IT hardware and vendor stuff into information security. And that type of conversation and pitch just completely blew me away. It was more of a consultative approach, asking questions, speaking to very senior people. Not necessarily, not IT managers, but C-level executives, directors of different departments, who would find the time to speak with me, um, simply because I, I focused on a niche. My niche back then was information security, including compliance, governance, Etc. So not just IT security. And well, but before before you were able to tell them about the niche that you were in, they have to answer the phone. Yeah. Correct. Right. I mean, correct. Am I am I the only person struggling with it? And it might just be that my my marketplace, my world is just totally screwballed, and I'm I need to get into something different. But I can specifically have somebody's phone number, and I know they need my product. And I know that I would be yeah. able to help them out, and I will. I will. They will never have a conversation with me. They'll never reply to an email. I don't even know if they even listen mm-hmm. to my voicemails. So sure. we can. I mean, I, I'd like to pretend like everybody else, like we're just calling yeah. these people and talking and doing the rapport thing. It's just not happening. For sure. Sorry. Well, say, there are so many ways to get in touch with people, even if they don't answer their phone. Uh, now we're getting so to that good could stuff. Be, yeah, this is the noise. So, Michael, you're saying you're running into the same thing. What about you, Rich? Yeah, man. Is Rich a, still on the call? It's a, it's a voicemail game right now. Did Rich hang up? Yeah, people. Okay, hold people on. So, no, Rich is there. He's got, he just got himself on mute. Hold on. Uh, uh, hold on. Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed over yeah, in I'm England. Here. I'm here. I, I want you to address yeah. what, what Michael G. Cox, MikeRecruiter.com, just said. He leaves voicemail. What's your take on voicemail? No, don't leave voicemails. That's it. Don't leave voice, and I'll tell you why. Because yeah, it is your and the reason why you should never leave voicemails is you're going to be one of a dozen recruiters leaving voicemails, yeah. and it will just be luck of the draw who he decides to he or she decides to get back to. You do need to grab their attention. Hey, I, I, and I you know like getting... luck of the draw better than not having anything, though. Wouldn't you agree? Right. Put me in that mix. Right. Well, let me... Okay, well, right. Start the right. telephone right. call or the uh, email with how was your drive this morning? <laughs> is, is, that, is, that, is that our friend from Florida? Yeah, he's, he's, he's that's uh, Travis. He's back up in uh, Indiana. Travis. Oh, Ty Travis, yeah, you're back, in, back Indiana in Indiana again? I thought you were Travis living in Florida. Yeager. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. So, so Travis is siding with Michael G. Cox. Is that right? Uh, folks don't answer the phone as often as they used to, man. Folks used to just okay, pick up Okay, but you say voicemail is okay. Because it was the easiest. 
It was the easiest and the quickest way to communicate with everyone, and it remains so today. Yet folks won't pick up the phone. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. But you you endorse voicemail, Travis. Is that what you just said? Uh, I will... Why, I will. Yeah, it depends, it depends on the circumstance. I might, messages. I might leave a voicemail. If it's a personalized voicemail, I might leave a voicemail. If it's just a, you've reached seven six five whatever, I won't leave a voicemail. So I guess it depends on the situation. Okay. Oliver Reed says no. Okay. What about email, Oliver Reed? Do you do you like uh, approaching before, people? Before hey, animal, before you go on to email, I just I just want to clarify one thing or just ask. Um, Oliver, is are you saying that leaving a voice message is reducing my chances of some sort of future engagement? Personally, yes. Stop saying that. So what do you do then? Only uh, with the question. phone call. I'm I'm not going to talk about the, all the other ways. How, how, when you're when you're calling. You are, in a sense, leaving the caller ID on the phone of whoever you were calling. So now you're just the guy that keeps calling and won't even leave a damn message. Okay? You're now that guy. Okay, two things. I'm just saying. One? Yeah, no, no, that's good. That's good. These are valid questions. These are questions that I I, I face during some of the courses. Now, one, block your number. Block your number. What? Number one. Oh man, you're, okay. Well, you're okay. You just went to yeah, you second, Jerry. You would not let me get away with that, okay? You have fought with me time and again about the number blocking, okay? Of course, and I'm not agreeing with now, him. Animal. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't you don't block to, your phone number. Block. Maybe in the UK. I mean, it's just different. Maybe or maybe maybe in the USA ID. ten years ago. Nothing says spammer and scammer more than caller ID blocked. Blocked. I mean, yeah. uh, it's what shows up on the way. screen. When, I mean, yeah. yeah. So Jerry's saying, well, Oliver, what Jerry's saying, just so we get to this, okay? Because I like these little nitty gritty yeah. topics. If everyone wants to hang up, I don't care. I'm interested. Jerry says. Even if they're inclined to pick up a phone call when they see one with the number blocked, no, they're not yeah, going to do it. Right. That's no, what no, I'm saying. That's either, fine. either, that's okay. It, 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 I don't know if they have the same thing in the UK, but in the United States, there's so much, there's so many fake spam calls, and they all have a two one zero number. If because I'm in San Antonio or whatever your local area code number is, they're using that. Yeah. And you, you don't recognize the number, so you don't pick it up, and much less if it doesn't even right. show up as an actual real number. Right. Okay. Right. Now I'll give you something a bit cheeky then. Wait a sec. Before it. you go, I just got an email from one of the sponsors. He's listening to the show. He said, hey, Animal, instead of the past pitches, he said, can you simply – Ask your audience if they're tired of scheduling calls, scribbling interview notes, and typing candidate write-ups, okay? Recruiters designed Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com, to automate the schedule, screen, submit process, and work smarter, okay? I don't know if that in itself is a good enough pitch, Nick Livingston, 
Honitz records and videotapes and transcribes your interviews and your uh, intake sessions with the hiring manager. That's what it does. Hone it. H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Hire tool. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. The super duper sourcing tool that everybody loves. And PCRecruiter.net. It is a very versatile, configurable, customizable recruiting software that suits everybody. The kitchen table recruiter or the recruiter in a big team. Okay, Oliver yeah. Reed, over to you. I'm loving this show. I don't care what people t- think. T- I love this episode. Okay, Oliver Reed, back to you. Now, another way to get around the cold. If, say, for example, you can't get through or the person's not answering the phone, there's quite a few ways. And we're still talking about the phone here. We're not talking about social media, just the phone. What would stop you from calling someone else in the company and being transferred internally? Uh, you can, you can, the, the, the question isn't how do you get their phone to ring? I mean, that's not the question. Their phone will ring. So it's not about calling the other person and transferring, especially now that we're all working remotely. There's nobody transferring anything. There's nobody in these companies. Everybody's at home with with these cell phone numbers that, that have most of them we don't even have unless you already know somebody. So unless you already know somebody, sure. they're not answering their phone. I don't know. Okay, but that's a temporary. That's a. Let's assume it's temporary. No. This remote working. Okay, but either way, the phone. So you're going to get somebody else to answer their phone and then just like be yeah. sneaky Hold about on. it. What he's oh, talking I'm about. Sorry, animal. I was calling Oliver. Can you transfer yeah, me? Yeah, that's. So you know he, what? Maureen right, Sheriff yeah, is a fantastic sourcer, phone sourcer, and that's what she yeah. calls stabbing in. You call in any yeah. number. You get somebody right. on the phone. Say, "I'm looking for Oliver." Okay. So what's your? Who, right. you're, you're, you say Jerry, and you say, "No, sorry, Jerry. I'm looking for Oliver. Can you put me over or give me uh, his extension?" So, That's what Oliver's saying. There's, there's no di- right. There's hey, no a- difference. Animal. This is Ernie Moreno. The phone still rings. Ernie Moreno, last week's guest. Go a- ahead. Hey, is are people calling the office or are they calling their mobile phone? Because I primarily use the mobile phones. Yeah. Where are you getting the mobile phone number, Ernie? I, I what go tool to do you use again? Search. I use two people search, and I dig out the numbers out of there. Okay. And, the, then, the and last... then I just call them in the answer. You know, I'll, 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 I'll be totally answer. frank here. What was that? The, la- the last, one, let's say, the last 20 uh, people I've called their cell phone, one answered. The other 19? No, they did not answer. So, what do you do? Well, I mean, they don't well, know. I, they don't know me. They don't know that I'm a dickwad. They don't know I'm a great guy. <laughs> they don't know anything about me. They just know that they they're phone ringing and they're not yet. answering. Right. It, it, exactly. Here's uh-huh. another thought, and I don't know if you could do this, but you know how you, when you call somebody, your name appears right on on their mobile phone. Only, can, only if they've got you in their contact list. Otherwise, no, it's just it, your phone number. No, it'll it'll appear. I think it will appear. No, mm-hmm. not on a cell phone. Not on no. my cell phone. It, it just, when it I, just shows yeah. your number. I've got see. I've gotten phone yeah. number. I've looked at it. And I, I've seen the phone numbers, and it'll be like, say your wife is is the one that has the uh, 
Yeah. Somebody else has the phone number, right, under their account. You can change that number so it appears on your mobile. Because I've done that. Because my wife's name was appearing. I changed my I changed the name to my name on my mobile, and now appears as Ernie Moreno. But my thought is this: if you can do that, can you add also food recruiter or whatever recruiter you mm, do? Yeah, so that'd be a good. People can decide. That'd be a good idea. You would think you the Verizon would let ID. you pay you can, for you that. You can do that through Google. Well, let's find no, out about that after. That but because... Ernie, Ernie, before we get back to Oliver, he's going to have to come back. I know he, but I, it's, uh, I'm enjoying him, but he hasn't got to talk very much. Ernie, what was that uh, tool that you use again to find out uh, the cell phone numbers? Spell it for us. True people. True search. people search. T-R-U, people search. P E O. True. T R U, not T R U E. T R U E. T R U E. TruePeopleSearch.com? Yes. Okay. How much does that okay. cost? What's you paying for that? It's free. He doesn't pay free. He doesn't pay for anything. He doesn't even have a LinkedIn account. Oh, yeah, he's got LinkedIn, but it, he's locked out. <laughs> as, as a disclaimer, I don't expect all of these wonderful tools to be free. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't mind. I, don't, I, would, I would pay for somebody's cell phone number. Yeah. However... However I, even once I've got their cell phone number, they're still not answering their damn phone. So then you can go to LinkedIn and you can send them a stupid message, which they're not even opening the messages. Well, I, we might well, just have to go back to the old days of just driving up to somebody's house and knocking on their door. Well, that, that's where that's where you throw in a, a mighty text. You send in a, you send in a text, and then you have your name and your number there. And if they're going to get a hold of you, they're going to call you back. If they're not interested, you won't get anything. Yeah. You know what? If yeah. you live in the States and you go to someone's door, you might get shot. See, that's not true, true animal. That don't, is true. Please, please, please don't continue <laughs> that stereotype. I'm sorry, Jerry. Okay. What's ridiculous? That's uh, a normal greeting down here in Texas. You know, one one other thought, though, is, is you got to kind of figure out what kind of communi- uh, communication people they are. Because there are people that love the text, there are people that love the the phone, and there are people that love to respond to you on the email. And I okay, that when hold you on a sec. Three, but hold on a sec. Okay, our guest is he, he's not used to the show. He's not polite. He's letting everybody sideline. Okay, <laughs> Oliver, come on. You just I was waiting for you to butt in there as soon as someone took a breath. But you, you, you have to keep going. Yeah, I was listening. Whatever was going on, but I'm going to go back to the cold call part again because, yeah. like I said, I think you mentioned Cassie. Cassie said it's called stabbing in or something along those lines, which was calling into a different department and asking me to yeah. get internally. Yeah. Now the alternative is to go in as high up as possible into the organisation, and again, you do not sell. You build rapport with the CEO's PA. You don't talk about work. You talk about how her day was. You get her to feel calm and relaxed. You talk about anything but work. And then... Hold on. So hold on. She answers the phone. And you're saying, assuming it's a a she, personal assistant, or I mean executive secretary. So so, so you get through to the CEO and you say, "Uh, what kind of eggs did you eat this morning, Betty? Is that what you're saying? Because you like to ask people specific questions that they have to think about (laughs) that they don't expect you to ask. Yeah. What are you wearing? It's something a little bit different. 
you're on the right you're on the right frequency in my mind. So you ask them you ask them open questions and you don't talk about work. How was lunch? How was your lunch? What did you have? This is who hey, I am. Hey Oliver lunch. Oliver and- Animal seems, Michael here, seems to have the idea that you've said that when they pick up the phone, you don't even say who you are or anything. You just go right to, how was your drive-in this morning, honey? And that's not what you're saying. So, Animal, please try to get some perspective on this, okay? (laughs) I've really got to break it down. So, all right, you call me, you, you introduce yourself. Who are you calling? Where are you calling? If you could include the you ring, say- ring, that would help animal as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got with Jerry. Go do it with Jerry. No, do it with you. Do it with you, animal. Oh, well, you like, I know how I'm going to answer already, but you, you could do it with me. Secretary. Do a role play with Michael I, I G. Cox. Say, do a role play, <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, this is good. So you, you call in, ring, ring, you introduce yourself, where are you are calling from? You don't talk about business. You don't sell. You find out how the person is, how was their lunch, what's the weather like. Small talk, chit-chat, build a report. And then, now, assuming we've gone in as high up into the company as we can, we then ask the PA, by the way, who would you recommend or who is the best person to talk to regarding A, B, and C? Now you've got a referral from this from a C-levels PA. Then you go straight back in to say switchboard or another department and say, put me through to Mr. Mr. Smith. I've just spoken with Shirley up in the C-levels office. She said I should be speaking to him. And if he doesn't answer the phone, that's fine. Don't call back immediately. Give it a day. Call Shirley back and just say, Shirley, can you help me out? I've been trying to get hold of John, who you highly recommended. How can I speak to him? And then you let her work her magic. And that works. You see, the, here's the thing about the Recruiting Animal Show. When you give us that information, we don't pat you on the back. We tell you, Shirley's not going to give you that information, okay? Don't feed me a line like that. I just feel like we're all in a, in a fantasy world. I, I picture – have you guys all seen the series Mad Men? Yep. I think no, you're just I calling into that New York ad agency in 1955, and there's Shirley with all the cables and stuff. She plugs one extension in. Oh, let me connect you, and with the other person with the big headphones on, <laughs> chewing gum, looking at her fingernails. And that's not who it. That's not. Where are we? Where are we? <laughs> John having a I crazy day. I think the telephone will come back, kind of like. Bell-bottom jeans, you know, it, it circles out, it'll come back. Yeah, the bell-bottom jeans were in 40 years ago. One happened. day, yeah, they're going to come back, yeah, in 100 years. Okay, hold on. Okay, Oliver. Okay, Oliver. Okay, does anybody agree with Oliver on that? Okay, that, that you can talk to somebody at the top level, the executive assistant to the CEO, and he or she is going to help yeah. you. It's possible. It's possible. Anybody really want to give him a strong endorsement on that? I no. don't do do uh, I just don't see that person person being any more reachable. I mean, there's probably only one or two quote personal assistants in a big company anyway. Like 
people don't have PAs. They just well, unless you're going to okay, on his behalf, you know what? Company, if Maureen was here, if Maureen was here, she would be defending Oliver on this, okay? Because she says yeah, you can get information. To. You can get information see, from people. See, Maureen has to keep up the facade of some <laughs> switchboard in the front office when you walk in, some person sitting there with a flip chart of everybody's extensions and titles, and you sneak around that person, and then you land in the accounting department, and all of a sudden they're reading all the names to you. Yeah. And all that happens, Great. Yeah, she's right. All of those okay, names I'm, are already on the Internet. All those names I'm are already you. on the Internet. It's yeah. not about getting the damn name. We have the people's names. I know who I want to talk to. Gosh. Okay, I'm, so I'm, hold I'm on. In, let's, let's, in the on last few minutes, call. let's I have feel Oliver like I'm take talking it. to people, and it's 1985 here. Yeah. Hold on a sec, Jer. Trust let's, me, I, I want to follow up. I had these conversations. Be- yeah, before he leaves, because it's, it's almost the end of the show. Uh, Oliver, Fine. so – so Shirley gives you <laughs> Shirley, Shirley gives you the the name, and when you call that next person, sure. when you call that next person, what do yeah. you say? Uh, I've just spoken to Shirley up in the CEO's office, and she's recommended that you and I talk. This is my name. This is where I'm calling from. Is now a good time to talk. That's it. Uh, okay. If it's no, that's fine because I've already been I've already been screened. I've been screened by the C levels PA. So if it's no, great. Let's put a time together to talk. Um, if now's a good time to talk, great. Let's let's move forward together. Okay, let's no, no, let's 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 do a little plug for you since you weren't here when we introduced you for the show. Okay, so you do uh, sales uh, training and recruiting training uh, in Correct. the United Kingdom. Is that right? Actually, it's global. Most of my clients are outside the UK. Oh, really? So, so what do you do uh, on Zoom or how do you do it? On Zoom or on the phone? Zoom. How do you do it? Make Zoom. Zoom. On Zoom? Uh, so, yeah, when I, when I started this, my first client was actually in Hong Kong and I was already in the UK. Oh. Um, and, yeah. And then from Hong Kong, I had clients in Australia, India, and London. Uh, both, both recruitment clients, they want to, to learn how to recruit, what are the best practices, and sales clients as well. Okay. Okay, so now if someone wants to, to get to know about you, go to Reed Consultancy, right? R-E-A-D-E Consultancy.com. He's got a blog. You can read articles there uh, with pictures if uh, you have trouble with reading. And, uh, and um yeah, and it gives you a, a good overview. I, I that's how I I, I said, look. We you know we get, we're, we're I read all his articles and we're just talking about the first paragraph for the for the whole show, much the whole show. So I enjoyed it. Uh, now I, I I gotta say I went to your LinkedIn yesterday and you didn't have your email address there under your contact information. Although I know you've put it up, you've put it up since I bugged you for it. Am I right about that? Yeah, I'm surprised. So I'll, I'll have a look, and I did send you my. No, email. no, it's there now. I just—I was going to harass you about it, but I didn't get to. So I just want to give you a dig on the way out. Okay, you can get his email address there. You see, I can tell he's a nice guy. You're a friendly person. I like your—I like the way you come across. I also want to talk. Uh, thank Ernie Moreno. 
our guest from last week. He's a, he's a fun guy, too, with his uh, true people search to remind us about that. Okay? MikeRecruiter.com. Thank you. Hey, can I, can I ask? Hey. What? Hey, Ernie. Is Ernie still yes, on the sir. call? Yeah. Hey, Ernie, will you, after we hang up, will you call my cell phone? I just want to see what it says when you call me. 260 349 2723. Because again? I don't think I've put you in as a contact. 260 349 2723. I don't think that I've got you in as a contact. I think I've just got you on yeah. my uh, okay. Google thing. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a call okay. and we'll, we'll do it. And yeah. thank I don't you. want to talk That's about a... anything, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's JerryTheRecruiter.com. Oh, Marie, thank you! The recruiting animal! Oh, oh hey, what, what's what's gone wrong here? Hold on. You okay animal was okay but the show itself i just same old thing as a recruiter there's there's nothing i'm going to now take to my desk and i am in a state of constant listening <laughs> learning and applying that's my thing. Oliver, just i got nothing to that's, that's i'm that's not going to do ten, anything new that's, that's what 10 I'm years ago <laughs> that's from 10 years ago don't worry <laughs> whenever i play it the guest gets insulted, right? They keep really talking about it. Okay. <laughs>